Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Lift your hands and let us pray tonight. Father, thanks a million for this great opportunity to come before your word. Bless this word we are about to receive. Bless me as I minister. May I minister according to your will in the name of Jesus. Bless them that are listening, them that are watching. Let them be blessed. Let them be stabilized. Let them be strengthened in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated, please. Hallelujah. Wow. That's a nice, that's a beautiful, uh, beautiful, beautiful. Is that not so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important if you are married, if you are, do what the person likes. It's, 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 it's so simple. Do what the person likes. Find out what the person likes and do it. Many people don't do what they, they do, what they like. Many wives let you eat what they like. They don't bother to, if you make a mistake, you mention what you want to eat. You will see the argument that will start now. <laughs> so because some husbands don't like to fight, they just, it's okay, it's only oranges. Yeah, it's only oranges. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because just cut the orange into four. What's so difficult about that? You, you, your mother taught you two. But his mother gave him four. Why? Hallelujah. <laughs> Turn your Bibles with me to Matthew chapter number 24. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Matthew 24. Matthew 24. In Matthew 24, Jesus is with his disciples, and his disciples are asking him when the end of the world will come. And he starts to answer this question. So let's start reading maybe from verse 4, thereabout, Matthew 24. And Jesus answered and said, okay, let's, let's go to verse 3 so we can see my question. And he sat upon Mount, the Mount of Olives, and the disciples came unto him privately, saying, tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world. So that's what he's answering, okay? Verse 4, and Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. One of the, the common signs of the end, that we are in the end time, is deception. Hallelujah. This is just, we are reading the Bible. It says, take heed that no man deceive you. One of the first things is deception. Let's go on. He said, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. So in the last days, many people will be deceived. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Verse 7. For nations shall rise against nations, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famine and pestilence and earthquake 
in diverse places. How many of you see that all these signs are, these things are happening in our, so we are getting to the end. Verse 8 says, all these are the beginning of sorrows. Hallelujah. Verse 9, then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Verse 10. It says, and then shall many be offended. One of the signs of the end is offense. Then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. Next verse. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. You see, deception is coming again. It says, many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Some version says, because evil will abound, many will fall away. Hallelujah. And verse 13 says, but he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus is saying that when we get to the sign, they were asking about the sign of the end or the sign of his coming. And he gave all these things, earthquakes, famine, wars, rumors of wars, pestilence, and all these things will happen. But when they do, it will still not be the end. And he said, people will deceive people and everything. But one thing that will happen in the end is that many shall be offended, verse 10 says, and there shall many be offended and shall betray one another. Betrayal will become even more common. Betrayal is a sign of the end. Hallelujah. That many shall betray one another and they will hate one another. Then he says, you will be delivered to be hated also. For my sake, by all nations, by verse 12, it says, iniquity will abound or evil will abound. And the effect of evil abounding will be that the love of many will wax cold. Hallelujah. It says the effect of evil abounding is that many people will, their love for God will grow cold. Many people will fall away. But it says, the one that will endure to the end, the same shall be saved. May we endure up to the end. I said, may we endure up to the end. Hallelujah. Good. May we endure up to the end. Because Jesus said, evil, there will be so much evil in the world that many people will fall away or many people will backslide. Hallelujah. Now, backsliding is, is one, one, one very common phenomenon in the church. Hallelujah. Very common. How many of you know people who, when you got born again, perhaps they were born again already or got born again with you or around the same time that you got born again, who are falling away? How many of you? Yeah, how many of you know people who are backsliding? Yeah, I thought you, you talk about yourself, but anyway. Yeah. Now, backsliding to backslide is to fall away from anything. It says many will fall away, to fall away from anything. So, backsliding expresses itself in many ways. Hallelujah. So, sometimes you are still in the church, but you are backsliding. Pastors can backslide. Serious church members can backslide. 
ordinary church members can backslide. Then we have those who backslide and backslide into the world. Hallelujah. Now, those who backslide into the world, they, they know they've backslidden. The dangerous one is those who backslide, but they are still around. That's the one you can't see. Do you get it? So, so, so like, what, what, what do I mean? Because when some people backslide, they are still better than some people who are moving forward. I mean, when you do things that don't take you forward, or you do anything that takes you back, backwards, it's backsliding. Many, many years ago, Michael Jackson introduced a dance to the world called Moonwalk. That's the one you go forward. Then he introduced the backsliding also, which you slide backwards. means you are going backwards. Today, I didn't wear my dancing shoes, so I can't, I can't do the backsliding for him. Do you get it? So, it, it, I, I, I see backsliding like a game we used to play when we were young called Snakes and Ladders. Do you know, how many of you know Snakes and Ladders? Yeah, that, that's it. Snakes and Ladders. Now, in this game, you can be moving in the game. Has, the game is a board game with snakes and ladders. The head of the snake is up. Anytime you get to the bottom of a ladder, you climb up the ladder. It's a shortcut to the top. Now, when you get to the, the, the mouth of the snake, the snake bites you and you come down to the tail of the snake. Yeah. Now. <laughs> now. Sometimes, some Christians are on, and you, it's, you use dice to play the game. So when you throw the dice, the number that comes, then you count. So sometimes you have a Christian, the Christian is on, there's a very wicked, wicked snake at where? There's one at 98, there's another one. 87, where is it? Uh-huh. Very wicked snake. If it bites you, you come all the way from 87. I'm sure that one is fornication. Anyway, let's go on. <laughs> or maybe that one is disloyalty. I'm telling you. Wicked snake. Do you see? When it bites you there, it brings you all the way to 24. But when you come to 24, you will find another Christian who's around 13. And when you look at it, you're still better than the person. You still pray in tongues more than the person. You are still more powerful. You just feel that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, I'll shake it off. I'm okay. I'll shake it off. I'm okay. That's how it tastes like. So sometimes we are in the church. We are backsliding. Yeah, we are falling from the level where we are, we were at. We've come down. Hallelujah. So for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be teaching about backsliding, causes, and symptoms. Okay? I don't know which one I will go when, but I'm, I'm going to look at causes. It's actually going to be descriptions, causes, and symptoms. Do you see? But for, to, to not use so much data to just mention the title of the message, causes backsliding, causes, and symptoms. <laughs> okay. Now, in Jeremiah chapter 2, the prophet Jeremiah tries to describe to us what backsliding looks like. Because sometimes we don't know exactly what it looks like. That's why we just take a casual approach. When we are backsliding, we call it maturity. When we are backsliding, we call it, oh, you know, I don't want to be in any trouble anymore. So nowadays, I just want to mind my own business. Meanwhile, you are backsliding. 
Do you get it? Oh, no, I'm, I mean, pastor, the pastor cry, he shouts too much. Tall people fear them. They shout too much. So I just want to stay in my corner. Meanwhile, you are backsliding. But if you knew exactly what it looked like to God, you, you won't take it lightly anymore. Jeremiah chapter 2. Let's look at one description. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13, 12, 13. Let's look at. So every, every time we can, we're going to look at one description and then we'll look at maybe a course and a symptom or something like that. We'll see. We'll structure it as we go. Okay, it says, Be astonished, O ye heavens, at this, and be horribly afraid. Be ye very desolate, saith the Lord. Verse 13. For my people, this, this is the introduction to what he's about to tell us. He said, be alarmed, be worried, be scared, be frightened, be horrified. Be horrified by what I am about to show you. He says, for my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and healed them out cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. He's describing backsliding. He said, let backsliding scare you. As a Christian, backsliding should scare you more than demons. Yeah. It should scare you more than demons. Far more than demons. Far more than this. So, listen, be, be afraid. Be horrified. Be terrified. Be scared, be frightened, be alarmed. Why? My people have committed two sins. They have left, they have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters. So he's describing what it is. He's, he's using metaphors, metaphors to describe what is happening practically. So this is a metaphoric description of the practical situation. And he says, they are forsaking me. When you back, this is what it looks like. It's like, they, I am a fountain of living waters, which is I am pure water, clear water. Instead of my people drinking that water, they have forsaken it. And they've gone for broken cistern. A cistern is like a pot. A pot. It's, a cistern is usually a clay, an earthen pot an, or an earthen bowl. And it's broken. When it's broken, it means things can sip in. So the best way I can show is those of us who are from, all of us are from the rural area. I don't know. Um, even Lizu is from a rural area. Yeah. If you go to Bulwa, I was in Bulwa one day and it was raining. Was it raining? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had rained when I went to Bulwa. And when we parked the car, we passed in a mud, which is the same. Bulwa is just one example because it's my favorite place after Tofim Vava. Do you get it? But where your hometown, some of you, it's not even your hometown, it's where you live. Do you get it? And the car will pass in the mud because of the rain. The car left a, 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 a hole. And then the rain poured into the hole. And you know when it rains, the way the water is muddy. Do you get it? Now, when the Bible says that my people have left clear water and they are now drinking from a system, it's like drinking that water which is full of debt, full of germs, full of anything unimaginable that you can think. It's totally unbelievable. Yeah. Now, how many 
many of us will, will do such? It's only mental patients who do that. You see, the person is crazy, so the person is drinking from the mat and all these things. But that is how God sees us. When we backslide, that's how God sees us. That's why I'm teaching about it because when people are backsliding, when you are backsliding, backsliding is like a road without road signs. So you can never see backsliding 20 kilometers away, backsliding next off ramp. No, 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 no. You will only realize you are backsliding when the full plan of the devil is clearly played out in your. That's why you say, wow, is that what I have become? But it's that. Sometimes it's a seven year plan. Sometimes it's a three-year plan. Sometimes it's a one-year plan. The devil, Bible says we are not ignorance, ignorant of the, the devices of the devil. The word devices that talks about schemes, strategies, methods, ways of the devil. How? Sometimes the devil has short-term plans. Short-term plans, they are usually easy. Short-term plans is the one that causes fornication. And the, fornication is just bring the breath. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Then oh, one, oh. That's it. That is a small one. That's a short-term one. Yeah, it's a, oh, hello. Four slices or two slices. Hello. That's all. Do you get it? So, yeah. Just can't stand up. Is it? <laughs> the thing goes. That's all. Pa, 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 pa. That's all. That's all. That's a short-term plan. So that when you make a mistake, you fall down now, you get up, you start to move. That's all. Because it's a short-term plan. But a long-term plan is, is, a, is, a, is a carefully calculated plan. The devil has analyzed the way you are. He has watched you carefully. These are the things you are prone to. These are your habits. These are your ways. These are your friends. These are this. Then he gives a calculated plan. Yeah. Sometimes you make sure you just start destroying some of the important relationships in your life. Before I, you see, and, and a long-term plan, a long-term plan usually has short-term plans also inside. Yeah, has short-term plans. It's not like, because I saw short-term plan is this one, so it's like a long-term plan. No, a long-term plan has these things, but it's calculated from long. So the devil knows, like one, one guy, he said he's interested in the ministry. Then he, 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 he described to me a problem he's having with his pastor. I mean, he had done something and he feels that his pastor is angry at him. His pastor is not flowing with him. So he asked me, what should I, I say? Do everything you can to restore that relationship with your pastor. So I've tried this, I've tried. I said, it doesn't matter what you have tried. Do everything you can to restore the relationship. So he went to do it. So when he did it, then I think I decided to explain why I said he should do what he should do. I explained to you, see, when Satan is trying, is, when you are going off or you are going to make a mistake, God has people he uses to correct you and to help you to stay on track, to help you to stay in line. Do you get it? Now, one of the things Satan does is that he makes sure that you cut off all those links. So that the day you are about to make the mistake, there's nobody to tell you that, hey, don't do that. There's nobody to shout at you. There's nobody. If you're a Christian, nobody can rebuke you. You are, you are just about to destroy yourself. There's nobody who can say, sit down, you will sit down. Hey, your case is very unbelievable. Yeah. 
So he makes, so sometimes Satan has a seven-year plan. So you make year three, then you just, something just happens, then you break away from this person, from that person, from this, you don't talk to them. It's not like you are even, you, you, if you, are, you are even fighting with them, but like you don't, talk, you don't even flow with them anymore in such a way that gives them insight into your life to be able to correct you or to direct you. So now you are a standalone. Gradually, gradually. Sometimes just help you to get a job so that you have a certain financial stability. You can buy this, you can buy, you don't need a lift from spa anymore. So, like, and, and what, why do I mean you don't need a lift? Anytime you get a lift from spa, he'll be chatting with you. So as he's chatting with you, something will come up. Then you say, oh, this, then, then you will learn something. It's not like he has made himself your teacher, but because every Tuesday he will give you a lift to church and back. In that 30 minutes of in and out, he'll be talking to you. Then in the talking, he will guide you with something. Then that thing is removed from there. So the day you are about to make the mistake, you are a standalone business. Boom! And then that's it. You are gone. Yeah, boom. Then you are gone. Seven year plan. May you be delivered from any long term plan of the devil. We bring a halt to it now. So that is what backsliding is like. Now, when somebody is doing such a thing, there must be something that is causing the person to drink water. That there's clean water here. There's a clean bottle of water here. And the person wants to drink muddy water. There must be something. Sometimes, sometimes when people are doing things, something is causing them to do what they are doing. There's always a cause. When you see a frog jumping do you know, <laughs> when you see a cocodede, a cocodene is a frog. When you see a cocodede jumping on the terrazzo in the afternoon, there must be a reason. Because cocodedes in the noonday sun, they all go and hide in the water, go and hide in the shade. So if only this cocodede alone, only this cocodede, an African's cocodede, it has jumped out of the water. The Zulu cocodiles are in the water. The Osa cocodiles are in the water. The Sutu cocodiles, even the, 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 the ones who say Inda, they are which one? The vendors, they are in the water saying Inda. Then, you, this African's cocodile, you are jumping on the terrazzo. Something must be, something must be the cause. And usually, Something is chasing that cockadee. Yeah. yeah, in my experience in the church, I mean, just short life. You see a brother visiting a particular sister all the time. Something must be the reason. Something. Something. Oh, pastor, but me, I'm called to the sister. It's not true. Something. Something must be pushing that brother that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something, something is put. Look, something must be pushing the brother. Yeah. Hallelujah. If you see a sister always dressing up, always making something. If you usually in the church, this is just by the way, don't tell anybody. Those of you on Facebook, close your ears. Look, if you see a sister, usually when you see a suddenly a sister has become very serious in the church. Usually they have seen a guy in the church. Anyway, that's by the way. Luke chapter. I said there's always a cause. And I said I'm preaching about backsliding, description, causes, and symptoms. Is that also? So there must always be a cause. So today we want to look at 
the causes, the principal causes of backsliding. Luke chapter 8. Principal causes. I've given you one description. Next week, I'll give you another description. To leave water clear. I can't imagine. You have made food at home for your husband. Nice food, everything. And he wants to just be buying food by the roadside and be eating the food. Roadside food. You don't know. Buying chips and um, quenya. He said, I like chips and quenya. I want to put the chips into the quenya. When you look at the oil that has been used to fry the chips... You wonder, what type of oil is this one? It's like the, the same quotal they used to make the road. But he says, that's the one I like. Unbelievable. Yeah. Luke chapter 8. In Luke chapter 8, Jesus, is, is, Jesus gave the parable. Luke chapter 8 is where you have the parable of the sower. Do you get it? Now, verse 11, he's explaining the parable. Listen to it. Here we see the first cause. Now, I would like to mention, and this, just put a disclaimer that there are many causes of backsliding, including witches, if you want to take it like. There are many causes. Please don't be at home and say, these are not the only causes. I'm just, I'm just showing you the ones I can show you. So I'm calling the principal causes of backsliding. Now the parable is this. So Jesus is explaining the parable of the soul. He says, the seed is the word of God. Verse 12. Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts. Lest they should believe and be saved. So here we can see that some problems is the devil who causes it. Yeah, it's the devil. Some problems are caused by the devil. Some problems. Next verse, 13. It says, They on, on the rock. He's talking about the sower sowing the seed. Some fell by the wayside. Some fell by the rock. That, so, they on the rock are they, which when they hear, they receive the word with joy. These are the people they receive the word. They say, Amen. Praise the Lord. But these have no root. Which for a while believe. So these people, they believe. When they hear the word, they believe. They become excited. They, sh- they are the people that when you are as a pastor, when you are preaching, you are happy to have them around. When they are not around, their service is very boring. Because you don't have anybody saying amen. You don't have anybody saying preach on. So these are the preach on. What a, what a message. What a word. What a preacher. I believe, pastor. I believe it, pastor. These are the people. You are preaching. These are the people that make you feel that you are a powerful man of God. They preach. They, they, when you preach, they jump. They receive. They are excited. They are always smiling. You are always happy to preach to them. Very exciting people to preach to. And they also believe. But the Bible says, for a while. And in time of temptation, they fall away. In time of temptation, they backslide. In time of temptation, their love waxes cold. What is the reason? Bible says, these have no root. Let's 
read 13 again. Let's read 13 again. It says, And the ones that fall on the rock, these are the people, when they hear, when they hear, they receive the preaching with gladness, with excitement. They were happy in the church. They were always excited to be around. They were the first people to come, the last people to leave. They come to church before everyone. They tell everybody about the church. They tell everybody about the pastor. They say, come see a man who told me everything I've ever done before. John 4, 27, 28. Yeah, they testify about the man of God. They testify about the preaching. They testify about the church. They testify about everything. They are so excited. They receive the word. These are the people who, when you finish preaching, they come to you after church. Oh, pastor. Oh, glory be to God. Glory be to God. You know, your revelation on, uh, on backsliding was so exciting. Never had a word of God like that before. And your exposition and your explanation and the revelations that you give throughout the preaching was simply unbelievable. I've never seen a man of God preach so powerfully like that before. If I had a cow, I'd have given it to you as an offering. Because I felt a mighty move of God when you shared that revelation. Hmm. I, I can't wait for next Sunday for everybody to come around so they can have a dose of this word from you. You're a real man of God. You came all the way from heaven. Like Nicodemus said, oh, thou art a man of God. Come from God for no man doeth these things except God be with him. Nicodemus better be talking about you. Yeah, he better be talking about you. These are the ones. Pastor. Man of God. Reverend my brother. That's the classic one. Reverend my brother. Yeah. Oh, my, 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 my. My, 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 my. You share the word. I mean, it was so wild. Mm, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah. It says, and they believe. And as they are telling you these things, look, they are not lying. They believe. They believe it with all their hearts. Believe it. The Bible says it's only for a while. Why? When temptation comes, they fall away. They backslide at the end. They are, I told you, backsliding, they are level. Some backslide, they are still in the church, but they backsliding. That look, there are marriages that the husbands have backslidden. I say it again. There are marriages that the wives have backslidden. When I said I'll say it again, the wife said at home, say it again. Yeah, there are marriages that the wives have also backslidden. Yeah. Back in the day, even when he wasn't hungry, you are trying to feed him. Now just go and make food for him, it's a crisis. You don't want to cut oranges into four. Yeah. So I said, Bax, they are in level. But you let's stay with it. The first cause of backsliding is shallowness. Shallowness. Having no root. Shallowness. The Bible says, and these ones, they had 
no root. That's why when temptation came, they fell away. Shallowness. To be shallow means to not have deep roots. Yeah, they don't have deep roots. Have deep roots. Many people are in the church, they don't have deep roots. Many people are in Christ, they don't have deep roots. That's why they are falling away. That's why they backslide. They believe in something for a while, then they backslide. As for temptations, look, as your pastor, my prayer is that there will always be good times. You will always be happy. Things will always be nice. Only good things will happen. I prophesy to you, only good things will happen to you. Nothing evil will befall you in the name of Jesus. But, but, but that's not life. I'm happy you are receiving it, but that's not life. Do you remember the story of the two people who went to build? Bible says one person built his house on the shore, but the wise man built his house on the rock. And the wind blew. Now, the wind blew on the foolish man's house. It blew on the wise man's house also. It didn't blow because, oh, because it's a foolish man, let's break down his house. No, it blew on every, the, the wind blew on every house. Every, every marriage faces storms. Every Christian faces troubles, challenges, issues. Even today, Bishop said, you'll be lucky if you get a war. Yeah, you'll be lucky if you get some challenges. Because it shows who you, are, who, who you really are. But when the wind blew against those two houses, because this one didn't have a strong foundation, it fell away. But the wise man, I'm sure he blew his window, maybe his ceiling rattled. But hey, the foundation was solid. May your foundation be solid. Yeah. Temptation, in time of temptation, in time of trial, in time of crisis, in time of challenge, how deep you are determines whether you survive or not. Many Christians are not deep. They are not deep in their faith. They are not deep in the word of God. They are not deep in the things that we are doing. Yeah, they are not deep in the word of God. Yeah, not deep. They, they don't even know why we do things. They don't even know what it means to be born again. All they know is that we came forward, we share a word of prayer, that's it. They don't even know why we speak in tongues. So somebody challenges you now. Why do you speak in tongues? Okay, why do you speak in a language you don't understand? What's the difference between you and the madman over there? No, that's it. They have finished you. Yeah. One pastor friend of mine, he went to start a church in a mission in a place. When he started, he was alone. So Sunday morning, he will go to church. When he goes to church, nobody has come to church. And if you have started a church before, you will understand what I'm talking about. That you can go to church and you are the church. And usually we advise that when you go to church and you do everything and nobody comes, just be there and pray. So he will be there. He will be there and he will be praying and he will be speaking in tongues. So as he's there, so if the service is two hours, we encourage you to pray in tongues for two hours. That's the service. You and the chairs and the table. He said one day he was praying and then the children came to stand by the, the, the window and they were looking at him. Then they started, the children started to sink. <laughs> they started to sink. <laughs> that, that, that's the mad pastor in his mad church. And, and you see some things, when you say it in English, it's not. Yeah, yeah but in the local language, it's very wild. <laughs> so, so he said when he's walking in town, then the children will be pointing at him. That's the mad pastor in his mad church. Now, if you are not deep in, you don't understand why you must speak in tongues and all these things, you will stop speaking in tongues. Even the church, you will stop doing it. 
Many people are not deep in the word of God. Maybe let me read the book so that it's not like I'm coming up with my own um, intentional teachings. Okay, where should I read from? A time of testing will surely come. Everyone will be tested. A time of testing will surely come for every Christian. If you are shallow in the time of testing, you will fall or you will fail. Through experience, I have noticed that many Christians do not have a deep, do not have deep roots. They do not know God for themselves. Many Christians don't bother to know God. Instead of doing your quiet time, you're on Facebook updating your, your story and, and checking gossips and watching people's uh, 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 statuses and stories. Yeah. They cannot explain why we do the things we do. They don't know why we belong to a particular church. They don't know. Many people in the church, if, if you ask this church, what do we believe in? They don't know. Yeah, when you go on our website, we have 12 things we believe in as a church. Maybe you should remind me, as I'm going through these years, I'll take you through all of them. 12 things. One, the first one is that we believe in God Almighty, the maker of all things. That's our first and fundamental belief. As a church. But when you don't know, that's when somebody will come and say, this church, they don't believe in God, they believe in a man. And we are in the middle of Jesus Christ and we believe in God. That's that, when you don't know. That's when, when some and the person, the people are counting on your ignorance. Hey, look, to be ignorant is very expensive. No, if you think education is expensive, try ignorance. You will see how expensive ignorance is. Yeah, you will see. How. People are counting on our ignorance, our shallowness. So we don't believe in God. Well, but since when? When was the last time you came to church? We are doing prison. So let us worship uh, Pastor Daniel. Have, have you heard something like that before? <laughs> have you heard something like that before? Yeah. But you don't know. People don't know. This is our first and fundamental belief. We believe in God Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth. Yeah, we don't believe that the earth came from some, some, theory, some big bang theory. Boom, there was an explosion. In 1942, there was an explosion. Boom, then the earth came. No, we don't. That's not our belief. We believe that God, in Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God made the heavens and the earth. To us, to say that the world came out of a big bang theory, it's like saying that there was an explosion. Okay, saying that the dictionary. Do you know the dictionary? The dictionary, there was an explosion. Then all the alphabets, the 26 alphabets, they just align themselves in the dictionary into different words and their meanings. Yeah, that, that's, what, that's, how, that's, that's how ludicrous it is to us. To say the world came out of an explosion. It's like, say, I'm saying that, it's like saying that the dictionary, this is how the dictionary was made. There was an, somebody had alphabets. Then there was an explosion. Then when all the explosions settled, the dictionary, the, all the words came together with each word and their meaning. Each word and their meaning. The 26 alphabets form words. Wow. Wow. So the new words that came, how did they come? So our first and fundamental belief is that we believe in God Almighty, the creator of all things. Well, you don't know this. So what do we believe? So we believe in loyalty. Loyalty is one of the teachings, the doctrines of the house, but it's not our faith state, state, statement. It's 
not our faith statement. If we were to make a mission statement, you wouldn't even hear loyalty inside. Yeah. Hey, Pastor, are you sure? If we are to say everything we believe, we have to put the whole Bible as our faith statement. But out of the whole Bible, we have taken 12 fundamental things. If you go on our site, you will see it all there. It's all in there. What we believe in as a church. And when you are joining a church, you, what do you should ask yourself? What do they believe in? Yeah. What if you don't ask? You join the church. Later you hear that the pastor must marry all the girls in the church. How are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? Or you are in the church and you hear that uh, now the pastor, the pastor has to bat all the ladies. Every day one lady must come so that he bat the lady. Yeah. But many of us are not deep. We are rather deep in other things. Yeah. We are deep in many other things. Instead of deep in the word of God, deep in, in, in our faith, deep in love, deep in the things we believe as a church. Many of us are not deep. That's why in the small test, somebody offends you small. You saw that it said many, Matthew 24, 10 said, many shall be, then shall many be offended and they shall betray one another and they shall hate one another. Small offense. You invited us to your wedding and we didn't come. That's it. Your grandmother died and we didn't know. That's it. Then offense. Boom. That's it. Yeah. I mean, look. There are things that I, I, I am part of in a way or I know about, but I'm not deep in it. I'm not deep in it. I'm, my roots are not. I don't have roots going to here. No, 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 no. Some of us are deep into Zulu. Zulu, we are, we are a fundamental Zulu. I know all the Zulu. I know where Shaka Zulu was killed. I know where he was born. I know uh, Queen Nandi. I was there. I, I was there when it, I have a copy of her birth certificate. Queen Nandi. All these things. Now, I don't have a problem if you are deep into the uh, Zulu. I don't know. I mean, maybe you're, you are going to be a professional. Lobola Pea or something. I don't know. But be deep in Christ. Know God for yourself. I said, one of the main things that will happen in the end is deception. Jesus said, many people will come, they'll say, I am Christ. Now, be careful, they don't deceive you. Now, you will only be deceived when you, are, you, when, when, when you are not deep. When you are not deep in Christ, when you are not deep in the church, when you are not deep in your faith, that's when you will be deceived. And then when it happens, you just backslide. You just backslide. That's all. You fall away. To backslide means to fall away. You just fall away. Many people are not deep. Yes, I mean, some of you are deep in football. You know this player, how much he costs, his age, his this, his potential. You know all the things. When you start to give the Cristiano Ronaldo, you know the strength of his left foot. You know the insurance he has on his right foot. You know all these things. No problem. No problem. I have been watching football since I was a baby. My father has taken me to the stadium from the time I was a baby. There's only one spot I the, the, like. This the football is the main spot I like. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm also deep in the things of God. Yeah, you are. We, some of you are majoring on the minor things and minoring on the major thing. That's why in temptation, anytime your faith is tried, you see you'll be blown away. But if you develop deep roots, deep roots. You will see that nothing, brothers, those, nothing can move you. Nothing can move you. No matter how much. 
no matter how much they press, you see, nothing happens. From today, begin to have deep roots, deep roots. Let your roots go deeper and deeper. Yeah. I mean, even let me talk about the church for a while. I can't be your only link upwards in the church. I say it again in Zulu. I cannot be your only link in the church upwards. No, I can't. If I am your only link, the day I make a mistake, that's your end. That's your end. You must have other links. That's why we try to introduce you to different people. Introduce you to Bishop Klufio. Introduce you to Prophet Kakra. Introduce you to Bishop Saki. Introduce you so that you can develop other links in the church. A, a root, you see, a, when a tree has a root, it's like the root, one root goes there, it goes to hold on something. One goes here, goes to, it's like an anchor. It goes to hold, it goes to hold here, it goes to, so if the wind blows you and I'm going, the one that is affixed on the far right, it begins to pull you to stand. Then when it blows from this side and you are going this one, the root here cannot sustain you, so you are going to fall on it. But then the one that is on the way left begins to hold you. It's like a braces. It braces you to stand. You can't say, ask for me, ask for me, my pastor is Pastor Daniels. One day we had somebody, the person travels, said, uh, my pastor is Pastor Daniel. Yeah. I, as soon as the person made that, I said, this one is going to backslide. Because you don't even understand what you are doing. But who told you that I'm your only pastor? In this big church where we have 2,000 plus pastors, how can I be your only pastor? Don't you think that it's even a disservice to you that I'm your only pastor? When you have 2,000 plus options. Many people who struggle and fall away, they are just affixed at one person. They can't even see beyond the person. Yeah, they can't even see beyond. That's something. Plus, that's something. The only man of God I know is uh, this man of God. Man of God, Daniels. Man of God, Daniels. Man of God, Daniels. Where did he come from? (laughs) No, let's be serious. Man of God, Daniels. Where did he come from? Our church is open. There, there are people who are in other churches, like other branches of our church, who I help to pastor. I help their pastor to pastor them. When they are giving problems, their pastor will come and say, talk to that your daughter. Meanwhile, I got to know the church member through that pastor. Yeah. No, I said, look, I hear you are becoming naughty. Stop that rough there. Yes, please. That's it. How many of you don't uncles, aunties who come and tell you what to do? When your mother cannot correct you, then your auntie will come and straighten you up. Ah, in the church, ask for the church, yeah, you don't want that. You just want, ask for me, I know, I know Bishop Daniels. Only Bishop Daniels is my bishop. There's no other bishop. Who told you? Who told you? Who told you? Your roots, your roots, you can't have only one root. You must have different roots and deep that's why any time any pastor comes here, we give you a chance to meet him. It's all a way to open a door for you to, or you have gotten to know him. Then you start to relate with him. Especially our pastors, not necessarily our external pastors. They ask for me now, okay, I'm prophet, I'm now for, for following this prophet who is at uh, this place. No. No. Deep roots. Pastor Zos, deep roots. When you have deep roots, things cannot move. Temptation, pressure, crisis, it cannot remove you. Many Christians don't develop deep roots. Many. 
They don't develop deep roots into the word. You won't make time to study the Bible, know the word of God. What does the if you ask questions that make you know the word of God? Well, Pastor, I the other day you were saying this thing about tongues. What does it mean? What is it? They will, will take you through that. This is what it means. So when you have to defend it, if you look at these Jehovah Witness people, you can't easily convince them. No, 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 no. The greatest mistake you can make is to sit in your house on a Sunday morning for a Jehovah's Witness person to come and meet you armed with a bag. Oh, please. That's the greatest mistake you can make. Please give me, give me that bag. That he has appeared with a bag. Please close it before I, I... He has come to your house on a Sunday morning with a bag like that. I mean, you, two, you don't know how to close ladies' bags. Okay, it's okay. Go ahead, sit down. Go ahead, sit down. Like he has come with the bag like that on a Sunday morning. All the ammunitions are inside the bag as, as he has come. Look, you pray about it, I'm telling you. And it's not as that they come, tact him. You should pray about it. When they knock the door, you say, Akeko, we are not there. We are not there. They have learned they, they, they have learned their word. They have learned their beliefs. They have learned their things very well. So when they come and they meet you, hey! So they teach them from the beginning. Yeah. They learn, if you take this, our, our other brothers from another mother, they learn their, their book. From when they are small, they go, they recite it. They recite. You, you can't even learn any. The only scripture you know is John 3.16. Only John 3, after John 3, 16, you don't know any scripture. They, they learn the whole book. Yeah, the whole book. Then they start to recite it. Yeah, whilst you are sitting at home doing in Ziwacha, in Ziwacha, Kalepanda, Kalepanda, Umbilo, Umbilo, Poamanzi, Poam. They are at home doing Hirwata. Yeah. That's why they can wear a suicide vest and go and bomb themselves that they are dying for their religion. Yeah, that's why they can even go to death for their religion. You cannot even fast for your religion. You cannot just stay hungry one day for your religion. Because we are all shallow. But from today, we are beginning, the whole church, we are beginning to build deep roots. Deep roots. Proves so that when temptation comes, when the wind blows, we will still be standing. Yeah, may you be standing when the wind blows. When men are falling, may you be standing. When men are standing, may you be outstanding. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, if, if we don't deepen our roots in Christ, our roots in the word of God. We don't try to know God for ourselves. Listen. Many people who deceive count on the fact that you don't know God for yourself. Yeah, then they will tell you that this church, they don't want you to know God for yourself. That's what they will say. They don't want you to know God for yourself. So they use that thing. But if you knew God for yourself, you will see that you are at the right place. You will see that you are at the right place. Completely and totally, you will see that you are at the right place. Because the more you know God, the more you even like what is going on. The more, the more you will like it. I mean, 
only the more you will like a soul winning driven church. Yeah, that shows you how much we believe in salvation. It's one of our beliefs, one of the 12 beliefs. We believe that people can be saved through the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And by the blood shed by Jesus, it's one of our beliefs. And it reflects in the whole church. It's one of our beliefs. Yeah, one of our, I said, I'm giving you two, I'm giving you two. You are left with 10. One of our 12 beliefs, one of it is that we believe that all men can be saved and will be saved through the, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ and through the blood. Receive forgiveness through the blood shed by Jesus Christ. It's one of our beliefs. It's one of our beliefs. So when, 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 if you are mature and you know God for yourself, you will even become more excited. More excited. We are not interested in cars, shoes, this, all these things. Yes, they are just byproducts of serving God, but that's not our, the main thing we are after. We are after souls being won and pleasing God. Hey! May you be deep from today. I pray for everybody watching me everywhere that from today we'll begin to build deep roots. Deep roots in the word of God. From today, when you read your Bible, may the Holy Spirit speak to you always. May the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. So that each time you read the word of God, God will be speaking to you. You will understand what you are reading. God will send angels to explain to you. God will send circumstances to reveal the thing you are reading to you practically. So you will have more faith in the word of God. I pray that nobody listening to me today will fall away. Bible says that and they that endure to the end shall be saved. May we endure all the way to the end. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. Oh, Jesus. Lift your hands. Let us pray. Father, thank you for every hand lifted up. We pray. Help us. Help every single person that is listening to me. Whether we are in a state of backsliddenness, help us out of it in the name of Jesus. Help us to develop deep roots. Deep roots, oh God. Help us to develop our roots, oh God. That nothing can sweep us away. Nothing can take us away. Nothing can take us away from the faith, from you, and from our work. Let our love not wax cold. In this evil day, in this evil time, let our love not wax cold, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Holy Spirit, help us. Strengthen us. Where our strength is failing, Spirit of the living God, strengthen us. Let us run. Let us run faster. All the way to the end. May we not fall by the wayside. We pray for all our brethren who are falling by the wayside. That you will reach them and bring them back. In the name of Jesus. Strengthen them and restore them, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Oh, say a nicer amen. amen. Wonderful. You want to surrender your life to Jesus tonight? I want to pray with you. If you are at home, if you are here, pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Marksburg, 
or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.